0: But we've had 869 affiliates so, like sign up to be affiliates, uh, and that grew like crazy. It took off and grew that membership to a million dollars in tw- in 20 months and 6,000 paying subscribers. That is kind of the beauty. Like if you do figure out your numbers, what you can offer to give to the affiliates, like you know, if I pay, I am going to be profitable because I'm only paying. If I'm, if I'm bringing in customers.
1: If you want to build a legitimate, profitable online business without shiny objects, without the hypey gimmicks, and without the stress and overwhelm, if you want to make more money without having to be present online all day, every day, pumping out content that nobody sees, and hustling VMs to generate leads and sales, then this is the place for you. Welcome to the Digital Showbizzer Podcast, your online business university, where you'll learn how ordinary people start from ground zero with no influence, no email list or audience to sell to, and no business or marketing experience, and go from working nine to five jobs to building successful six and seven figure online businesses and all the steps in between. Learn the strategies that worked and what didn't, learn the mistakes that they made and how to avoid them, and then learn their plans for scaling their businesses and taking things to the next level all so that you can build your business faster and easier and make more money without sacrificing the things that are important to you in your life. I'm your host, Leah Ray Getz, and with me is my husband, Todd. Now, let's get to it with today's guest. Welcome, to Digital Trailblazers. This is Leah Ray, and I'm super excited to have with us Chrissy Chin. Chrissy, go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience and let them know what you're all about.
0: Hey, everyone. Chrissy Chin here. I'm an author, a podcast host, and I help entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, take their knowledge, their passion, their skills, turn it into an online offer, and sell while they sleep. So uh, we do all things copy, uh, design, marketing. Uh, it's all all something that I'm really into. And so we just love helping people get their business online and share it with the world. I love that. So how did you get here? Because
1: obviously, for I think most of us or all of us that are in this space right now are kind of doing something similar-ish. Like, there was quite a long journey to get here. So what did that look like for you?
0: Yeah, 100%. I always say it was like just being open to the opportunities in front of me and just saying yes and trying different things. So I've been in the entrepreneurship space for a little bit over 10 years, and I've had various LLCs. I was a nurse before, so nothing went the business at all, and just started saying yes to some different opportunities. I wanted more time, I uh, freedom. I wanted more financials. I didn't want to go back to school and have more debt. And so I just started exploring like in that health space that I was really interested in and um, found myself starting some wellness businesses and then realizing like, oh, I don't think I want to be taking clients and patients in person. What if I want to move? What if I just want to pick up and go? Um, And so that just led to one thing after another. I said I would never do network marketing. And then once I started using products after my sister was like, oh, use these for you and your baby. Uh, I was like, oh, like this is what that is? Like I just tell people that I'm using this and then they go purchase it. Um, And so I very quickly, like that was kind of like my first first online gig, I guess you could say. And I was like, wow, this was really cool to just share with someone and then I have a check that shows up. Uh, so that just sort of sort of started that journey there and I hit the ground running in network marketing. And along the way, I've always been someone who, Wants to work really efficiently because I like to have a lot of fun um, outside of, you know, what I'm doing to make money, especially at that time when it was like, you know, in in nursing, not something I wanted to be there doing. So it's like, how can I how can I make more? Um, And so I started creating resources for my team to help them build their business. We don't need to get into network marketing, but right if you are help people build businesses under you, you make more money. And so I was helping them become more efficient in this process, and realized along the way that oh, there's a business in this. Other teams were like, can I use those resources? Can we have access to this? And so I was like, oh, this is a business in and of itself. And so I brought my youngest sister and Claire to the business. I said, let's let's launch this as you know, a subscription base. So I learned about, um, you know, residual income or recurring income from my network marketing background, have people, you know, purchasing every month. The the income just builds and builds each month. Right. So I was like, let's create something where they have a subscription and they get content every month. And so our first business, Grow Workspace, was born where we provided this material, new material every month and people signed up for a membership. Uh, And that grew like crazy. It took off. Um, I like to say it was like the three-year overnight success, right? Like nothing happens overnight. But we had built this community and network of people and trust with people over years not realizing a business was going to come of it and grew that membership to a million dollars in in 20 months and 6,000 paying subscribers. And so in that process of just launching this successful uh, membership, people just started asking, how do I do membership? How do I do courses? How do I sell stuff online? And that's when KNC Creative was born, where we just we help people outside of this very specific niche. Um, kind of do what we did. And so that's where we are today. So do you, do, do you have both businesses still running? Or- yeah. So we do both oh. businesses. So we can talk about... They're, they're quite... I mean, one's very niche to a very specific network marketing company. And then the other one is broader. And one actually feeds into the other business. Um, since, since KNC Creative helps people get their businesses online, create email funnels and build websites you know, the people in the other business, we bring the people that want to do that over into KNC Creative. So it's almost a lead generator for the second business, which works very well. I like
1: that. That's smart. So we've actually had a very parallel
0: journey to, in many ways.
1: So I was the registered nurse at the well, and then moved into this space looking for more time freedom and everything for our family. Started with network marketing, a good way to dip our toes in, get more entrepreneurialismistic or whatever i found for myself it was a good segue into business um and it led me down the path that we needed to go down so i love your background it's very very similar and the fact that you're you're currently still running both businesses and letting one feed the other and the what's smart about this is in network marketing there's a lot of people who just want to share this with their friends and family Mm-hmm. And they just want to do this like simple, super simple little thing. And if, you're, if your main company can serve that, that's awesome. But then having that for people who are like, I get it, but there's more, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I get it. But and they want to keep growing and keep learning that you can pull them, help them along with the other side of the, the other business as well. So that's really smart. I like that. So what were some of the biggest challenges that you had to overcome in getting to this
0: point? Oh, gosh. Um <laughs> It's always a lot of challenges with knowledge, not really knowing. I always say, you don't know what you don't know till you know. So just that with a background in nursing, I didn't have any marketing experience. I didn't have any sales experience. And um, before I got into network marketing, I actually thought I hated sales. Um, And then I realized like, oh, if I'm actually sharing something like really genuinely that I'm passionate about it doesn't feel weird and gross. And, you know, the energy that I'm putting out there is really authentic and genuine and people really responsive to it. And I actually started to really love sales. So really just the knowledge piece, you know, 10 years of experience, I've fallen on my face a lot of times. And there's there's no way that you can build Um, you know, a business, even getting recommendations from you and from me and not have some failures, but having a coach, a guide, someone to, um, you know, set you up for success will actually prevent you from a lot of the failures that you can avoid. So it's never going to be perfect. It's like I always talk about like failing your way to success or you learn the biggest lessons, most impactful lessons in those times of, you know, where we call it failure or feel um, like it's not going the right directions, but those are actually the moments preparing you for the growth to come, which is really exciting. So they're really important.
1: I, I second that 100%. We've actually had people on this podcast who said they it was really a, a, a handicap that they succeeded from the beginning. We had a gal on here who turned on Facebook ads or, or, or Google ads before the slap years ago, and they were just magically successful, super profitable. And she all of a sudden grew to like, millions of dollars and everything was peachy keen. And then all of a sudden it changed and she had no idea how to fix anything. Yeah. Nothing had ever gone wrong before. And so she had built up that tenacity and that problem solving skill and the ability to bounce back and figure things out when things don't quite go
0: as planned. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I have a similar kind of experience with that first business. It really just kind of blossomed without... I don't want to say without effort because we put effort into it, but it just it just happened like I don't even I don't even know. I was just like, this is just magical. And so when then in 2020, well, 2020 was just amazing for everyone. So it seems online. And then 2021, I think people started feeling, um, you know, the regression of things and just kind of everything hitting. And that's when the the ads changed. So we built without ads for the at least the first year. Um, You know, working with network marketers, they were all word of mouth. So really, it was kind of like the perfect combination of our price point, what we were offering, the types of people that were customers and referring us to other people. I know we'll talk about affiliate marketing here um, in a bit. But it was just like the perfect storm. And so in 2021, when the ads, you know, we were bringing in 300 people a month with ads. I mean, that was one of our, our big generators then. And the ads went up. We changed a ton in our business all at the same time. It's something I talk about in my book, which is like, do not change everything all at once because you're going to have no idea what worked and what didn't. And then you're going to feel a bit stuck and lost. Um, and we did that. And we went backwards. And it was like, oh, my gosh, how can we get out of this? Um, and a lot of those uh, fears, limiting beliefs, you know, feeling like, was that just a unicorn? Was it a fluke that this first business was really successful? Could we do it again? Um, and then just really had to snap out of it. Like, you know what? There's a lot of really successful people. I'm smart. I can. I'm hardworking. I can get through these challenges and come out on the other end. And So that's what we kind of did was we looked back at our business, the first one. And we were like, how were we so successful? And really broke that down and started applying that to the second business. And that's when things really, really took off for that business. So yes, you can, you know, if if I can do it, if you can do it, anyway, y'all can do it out there. So when like in building and even just like basic
1: like funnels and all that kind of stuff that you had to learn even to launch the first one, let alone the second one. Like did you get courses? Did you get a, a men- have a mentor? Or like how did you
0: actually learn those skills? Cause I know they don't teach that in nursing school, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funnel follow your rate of patients, right. No, um, so I was working in a yoga studio, and I was you know we had this idea for girl workspace and and Claire and I had launched together a wellness course, and it didn't really go anywhere. I was really focused on my network marketing business. I saw one direction with it, she saw a different direction. We were kind of butting heads on it, and so we're like, let's just take a break from that and not do anything, So it didn't really grow and then I was like, okay, let's let's get serious about this. I really see a really big vision, and I think it could be really amazing. And I was like, but I, but I don't really know anything. We had a Facebook group um, that I, it happened 40, 45,000 people in four weeks with the, with um, basically I hosted a virtual summit essentially. But I had no idea what a what a summit was. I got a bunch of people together, said, do you want to speak on this topic, um, and and you know we'll open this resource up for everyone for the network marketing community. I really wanted it selfishly for my team to be able to access. Um, and and that group grew to 45,000 in in four weeks. And so at this time, Grow Workspace was not even a, a thought. Um, but fast forward, I was in the yoga studio and one of the, the guys that was doing yoga for trade cleaning to get yoga classes did marketing. Um, on the side, he did marketing for a cannabis company. And so I was like, I'm Like, help me through this. Like, I'm trying to figure out like we have this group, but it's kind of a mix of like product users and business builders. And, you know, what should we do? He's like, listen, we could do a, a, an hour consultation. So I paid him for an hour consultation. And he was the one that that said, you need a freebie. And he called it a white page. I know that's a common term, but it's now now more called like a freebie or a lead magnet. He said, you need a white page. You need to collect email addresses from those people and then use some uh, a sequence of emails to get them to join your membership. And so that's exactly what we did. And we created a specific lead magnet that would pull the people out of that group that really wanted what we had to offer because we really wanted to separate the product users from those business builders. Because we wanted the business builders, and it worked, and uh, I think it grew to like eight thousand people in a matter of a month through our email list. So again, just just went bonkers and bananas, um, and those people were signing up for our membership instantly uh, because our membership was five dollars a month. Like, how could you say no? So this is the other like limiting belief: like you have to have a thousand dollar offer or five thousand dollar offer to make a lot of money. No, and you can go one of two ways: you can have an. Ex- uh, uh, higher price point offer and less people, or you can have a low price point offer and a lot of people. And so that's what we did, you know, five dollar offer, upped it to uh $15, um, or actually $7 first for three months and then upped it to $15. And it was that way uh for three years. And just the the accumulation of people coming in and never canceling, um, that's how that's how we got to twenty to a million in twenty months.
1: Wow, that's really powerful. So And that's interesting. And what you're doing is essentially what I'm hearing is using the power of network marketing and teams and using other people's audiences to get in front of folks. Because in the low ticket space with any sort of low ticket thing, the biggest challenge for people is affording, um, affording traffic. If you can do that, that's magical. That works really great. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And it was like I was saying, it was unintentional. I didn't really know. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just sort of putting one foot in front of the other um, and, and didn't really know what was going on. But I was like, this is this is working. So we're just going to keep doing this. But that building that Facebook group, unintentionally building that Facebook group was the um, really the thing that made me realize how powerful it can be to get in front of other people's audiences. Because as soon as the multiple people who were speaking in the event started talking about it and sharing the link, people just start flooded, start started flooding in, and that was where I was like, oh my gosh, the power of people and their communities that they have put years and years into building. Um, you know, they're they're recommending this, they trust them, and they're coming in to this space. And so that was the first moment where I really realized, and so why affiliates have been a big part of both businesses the whole time, and how we still um, do generate a lot of leads. We're not doing ads right now. We haven't done ads in um, since they got really expensive on Facebook and Instagram at the end of twenty, you know, twenty one. So a couple of years we haven't been doing ads.
1: Wow, that's nuts. So okay, so then talk to me about what's working now. Then what are, how are you using affiliates to, to build this?
0: So a couple different things that, you know, the power of affiliates. So we've already talked about um, a little bit about why, right? Your affiliates are people that are going to promote your offer. Um, And so they have built up a community, maybe. Maybe they have a small community. Maybe they only have 50 people. Maybe they have 500,000 people. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. They've spent time and energy cultivating some type of audience. And when they become an affiliate for you, you basically have the ability to tap into that audience. So I almost think of it as like an extension, uh, like an extension audience, right? Th- their people might not know you at all, but they know them really well and they trust them. And so then when they are promoting your offer, that person is more likely to jump over and say, oh, OK, like, I don't know this Chrissy girl, but, you know, I trust Leah Ray, And so I'm going to you know go, go see what she's all about. Um, And so that's why it does work really well is because they trust them and they come in, right? Um, And you have access to, again, the year, potentially years that they have been um, building up this audience. And then with affiliate marketing, they're going to get paid, right? So they do have some extra incentive. They're going to get paid in some way, shape, or form um, to promote for you. So that's kind of why it's like, You've got this extended network of people at your fingertips versus just paying for ads to cold traffic. Exactly right. You have to build. It takes longer to build that trust, but your audience trusts you and what you say. So if you say, "Go check out Chrissy," you know they're going to be more inclined to do so.
1: I think it's something that people don't think about, and they think about, "Well, I don't want to pay affiliates. Or I don't want to." Okay, that's fine, but then you're going to pay apps, right? You're going to pay Facebook. You're going to pay Google. You're going to pay YouTube. Um, in order to get in front of the right people. So I've we've had friends who've built extensively nine-figure, d- ridiculously huge organizations and businesses, and they use affiliate marketing mm-hmm. said, why would I pay Facebook and have to deal with all the ads and everything going on when I can just, I only pay if they actually make a sale. I don't have to pay for lead gen. Yeah. I only pay for the sale itself.
0: Yeah. And you can get really creative, too, if you're like, ooh, like, I don't know. I mean, the, the really cool thing. OK, let's compare paid advertising to affiliate marketing. Um, and there's a couple of different ways you can do affiliate marketing and how we've done it. But with Facebook ads, you're going to pay regardless, regardless yeah. of if you're getting any kind of lead, regardless of if you're getting any kind of conversion or a sale. Yeah. So you're paying regardless. With affiliates, Um, one way that you can structure it is just paying on commission. So just paying on the conversion to the offer. So you're not paying for them to promote and, and build your list. You're just paying if they make a sale. And so therefore, if you make a sale, then you pay, which means you only pay if you profit. So that's one way to do it. So if you don't have a lot of funds, this can sort of be like the beginner's hack, really, To getting quote advertising without having to pay upfront, Um, you know, so that's that's one reason I really like it. You can we have done um, EPL affiliates, so EPL stands for earnings per lead affiliate. So you know, one thing I love is like, okay, do I want to give all my money to Facebook or do I want to give money to people, other people like me out there that have put in the effort to build this audience, you know, put money back into their pockets. So paying per lead. Now, again, this sort of lets us jump over the paying regardless of if we get a lead, we only pay per lead. So you can set a dollar amount. Maybe it's a dollar per lead. Maybe it's two dollars per lead. Um, and a lot of people are really happy with that. Um, you know. And so when they promote you, if they bring a lead in, you pay them a dollar or two dollars. And so you're paying per lead. You can do a creative combination where it's, paying per lead, maybe a lower fee maybe it is a dollar per lead and then you give them a percentage of the conversion and so that incentivizes them to really promote to get leads because they're paying per leads regardless. but then if they have that incentive to convert because they're getting a percentage, maybe it's lower than what you offer people who are just promoting you know and being paid on the commission's end um, but they have that extra incentive to push all the way through. So there's some creative ways to do it. And, and outside of paying, you can get creative and do trades for people as well. Um, you know, I'll promote your thing, you promote my thing, um, you know, and that can work out. So you can get creative with it. That makes
1: all kinds of gears go start going for me. So if someone is actually toying with the idea of having affiliates, one thing that I haven't seen them think through is what they actually provide the affiliates to help them succeed. So what does that look like for you?
0: So this has evolved over time, right? Um, we've definitely uh, gotten a lot more sophisticated, um, you know, in Grow Workspace when we were just having people promote when we started an affiliate program with that. It was just like, you know, promote the freebie, right? Just send people, send people to the page, promote the freebie. And like, we kind of took care of it. Um, now with our signature program, we've got, you know, we live launch it. Um, we have an evergreen that happens, but we live launch it a couple of times a year. And that's when we really um, work with the affiliates really heavily. Um, and so what we do is we provide first a kickoff call to kind of enroll. Remember, you've heard the term like enrolling someone, like getting them excited about it, talking them into it, really. So enrolling them on this idea of being an affiliate. And most people, when they're approaching affiliates, it's like, hey, promote my stuff, help me out. And that doesn't, you know, it only goes so far. So enrolling them on this idea, um, which is true, that this can be a moneymaker for you. This could be another revenue stream. It's not just for me. This is for you if you want it to be. And you could make thousands of dollars promoting this offer that you don't have to do any work for, you know, after the fact. Um, so that can be so, so that doing the kickoff call to really present them with this opportunity that they have at their fingertips. Um, we prevent, uh, provide case studies in there. We show them exactly what they're going to be getting on how to um, make it a lot easier, kind of teach them a bit about marketing and how it's going to work, what they're going to promote, when they're going to promote. Um, so we make sure that they really know and understand that they're going to be supported in this process. And then during that time, we also have a couple other um, calls, support calls. We provide a Facebook support group because some people don't know much about um, marketing. I would say I would say students, uh, you know, in terms of looking for your affiliates, your students and your clients can be really great affiliates right? Because they know what you're about. They've worked with you. They can speak to that offer specifically. But they might not be really aware of marketing and how to market. So that those are really the people that kind of we see in the Facebook group are people newer to this kind of marketing style. Um, so we help them and support them a lot. And then the, another thing that we provide is an affiliate guidebook. And so when they sign up to be an affiliate Kind of the automations all trigger and they get emailed an affiliate guidebook, which is literally like their affiliate Bible. It has everything that they need, all of the links that they need for, um, you know, legal documents that we need to provide uh, that we need from them that they have to fill out. Um, it provides links to all of the graphics. So we create graphics for them. We create swipe copy, which is essentially just, you know, email copy or, um, social media copy. Copy, they can swipe, right? Copy and paste and put in. So that's one of the um, things about affiliates is you have to make it really easy for them. Um, a, for someone who isn't very familiar, making it easy. And then if you have someone on the other side who is is very good at this, maybe they have a really big business, they're too busy. They're not going to create, like their team is busy doing other stuff if they have a team, creating stuff for them. So uh, having stuff to be able for them to copy and paste and tweak, um, just making it really easy for them. So swipe copy, graphics, a guidebook that literally has everything organized, broken down, all of the dates that they need, all of the information, um, the kickoff call, and some support, some Facebook support and other other support um, calls for them.
1: That's so important. I, I think people just, I've, I've run into newbies who are like, well, I asked them about traffic or they're getting you know, what the plan is and stuff. They're like, well, I'm going to get affiliates. Okay, walk me through that process. And they have no idea. And they have no idea how to even create a funnel themselves, let alone how to actually set it up so that it could work for affiliates, how to get them copy and everything that they need to be successful. So having those resources is going to be pivotal to getting to number one, even having anyone want to be an affiliate. Why would they want to be affiliate if they've got to come up with all the stuff themselves? You're going to have a couple students who are really enthusiastic. Like, make a couple posts, and that's probably as far as you're going to get. And you don't have all of this stuff built out. So, I think this is really important for everybody to take notes if you actually wanted to do an affiliate type launch, have all of this stuff ready to rock and roll. And it is actually a tool to sell the opportunity more, even Mm -hmm. because this is all sales. Everyone thinks you know selling is just the transaction. Selling is everything, ladies and gentlemen. Like. You got to sell the opportunity to be an affiliate. You got to sell it. And so you're going to sell the the opportunity to make money, all of the easy tools and things that are, are ready to use. Your team can just post them for you or you'll, you know, keep it simple. So all of those things are tools to help sell that opportunity uh, and make this go simpler and easier. So sh- share show off a little bit. Like how big have you gotten this with affiliates because this is
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah. And and before we get into that, I want to just like if you're like, oh, my gosh, like this sounds cool, but like how I have to put a presentation together. I have to have a whole guidebook like, okay I'm never going to do this. Like just start small. You don't like that's what we recommend for when you really want to go big and really go all in. But you can start just testing a couple affiliates, getting some really great students and clients, asking them to share maybe one on one with people that they know have really intimate conversations with people. Um, and get them to invite them to whatever it is that you're doing to promote just start with there to get your feet wet you don't have to go in with this you know getting everything set up and then okay i've got to start with 15 affiliates and do this whole thing so like baby steps all right well you'll get there um but yeah so i i went through some of our numbers here and i kind of um pulled them together and actually i i was looking at you know how many affiliates do we actually have And I've never really looked at this for Grow Workspace, but we've had 869 affiliates like sign up to be affiliates. Now, people are going to sign up to be affiliates and then never promote. Okay, they're like, oh, this sounds amazing. And then they're like, they get busy or life happens or something and they're not going to promote. So also count on that. You might have, you know, 10 affiliates or 20 affiliates and not everyone is going to show up, you know at the, at the top, the top for you. Okay. So we've had, had that many, um, looking at clicks. So in Grow Workspace, um, you know, 27,000 clicks, uh, form submissions, we've had 1,380 form submissions and we've had 287 conversions. So that's a 1% conversion rate from our clicks. Um, I don't. I didn't work out a dollar amount for that one. Like how much that has generated for us, I have those for for the other business. Um, but that is, I would say that a one percent with having that many affiliates. Like I'm totally fine with that. And remember, these people that are signing up are a subscription service, so it's not just a one time. They're you know signing people up, and then these people are sticking with us for a very long time. Um, I worked through some of the other numbers for KNC Creative and we've had 53 affiliates um, over there. Over time, again, not everybody. There's definitely people on that list that had like great expectations of themselves and then didn't follow through. Um, we have, I, I have, we just shifted our program. So basically in the last two years with our signature program, we've had 7,000 clicks, um, on those affiliate links. We've had 2,000 form submissions. So that means we've brought in 2,000 leads from our affiliates and we've had 81 conversions. Um, so that works out to be about a 1.1% conversion, which may sound small, but it actually translated into $162,000 for the business um, before sharing you know, a, a percentage of that with the affiliates so you know just think about that gosh 162,000 over the last two years that was brought in through affiliates that i wouldn't have made otherwise right that's a good chunk of change like i'm gonna do that all day long yes put money in your pockets and in mine and like we all win on that um we i did a virtual summit and these numbers are not included i did a virtual summit in 2020 and I remember out of the 4,000 people that signed up for that summit, 1,000 of them were from my existing email list. The other 3,000 were brought in from the collective of the other hosts that were um, participating in the virtual summit and sharing. And then um, we made 20 grand on that um, virtual summit. So I don't know the, the exact calculations. It was a while ago. I just kind of pulled from the last two years in our signature program. But um, yeah, so those are some of, some of the numbers there that's really impressive and i think there's a lot of power
1: not like where people who are just starting out they have no they've never set up their own funnels they don't know that anything converts period i don't necessarily suggest diving into affiliates that quickly okay mm-hmm. get a little traction under your belt make sure your your copy your your vsl or your webinar or whatever is actually converting before you actually start talking to people about being a because the yeah. one thing that I wouldn't suggest is diving in too quickly and then people are promoting you, but you can't convert them yet. Right? Yeah. So you don't want to get a bunch of clicks. You don't want to get a bunch of people's attention and your marketing is not good enough to actually close the sale. So that yeah. would obviously be a little too too soon. But once you have your foundation, say you're you're doing decent yourself, promoting yourself, you've got your own processes down that you are converting, maybe it's time to start thinking about affiliates. So beyond your own students, where, where have you found affiliates from? This episode is sponsored by ConvertPoint.io. If you're an online business owner and you're looking for a simple, low cost, all-in-one platform to simplify, systematize and automate your business, then look no further. ConvertPoint has everything you need to build a successful online business, funnels, websites, email, autoresponders, text message, marketing, invoices, sales pages, calendars, forms, and surveys, social media management, membership sites and courses automated workflows and so much more now not only that but you also get access to free marketing courses so you will learn how to actually use these tools to generate leads and make sales you'll get courses on things like funnel building on lead generation copywriting content creation paid ads and more Plus, you'll get weekly live support directly from us so that you can ask questions and get personalized help to build your business. We'll help you to build your funnels, write your emails, create your ads. Whatever questions you have about building your business will be there to give you the answers you need live every single week. And the best part is, is that it all comes at one super affordable price. So head over to ConvertPoint.io to check it out. That's ConvertPoint.io. To start your risk-free trial today.
0: Before I dive into that, I was just thinking, like you saying that out of the 53 that that are our affiliates at the 1% through like if you're just looking on the dashboard, I did calculate out of the people that are actually sharing, there's a 4% conversion. So I would say like a 2% um, is probably like, you know, you'd be probably wanting to aim for a 2% conversion with affiliates, but you could have some of our affiliates have a 13% conversion and some of them have had a 4%. Um, and then because of those affiliates that didn't do anything, that's where that kind of conversion or, or it's just, we can talk about this, their audience. Um, so where I have found them is A, students and clients. Um, first and foremost, they know your product and your offer or your service the best. And so they can become some of your best advocates and, and best affiliates. Now they might not have a large audience, but they can speak really genuinely to what you have to offer. And so they make some of the best affiliates. Um, and again, they might not have a very large audience, but they can, they can reach out to a few people um, and have those conversions. So I know one of our affiliates, one of our students, she reached out to like five people to promote and then followed up with them and had two conversions. Whereas we had someone who just basically blasted emails to, you know, a 30K list and, you know, realizing now it wasn't necessarily our ideal list. So things just didn't quite align and didn't have anyone sign up, you know. So so a big list, you don't have to be just, like, oh I have to find all these affiliates with thousands and thousands, you know, 100,000 on their email list. No, some of the best affiliates are your customers and encouraging them, you know, talking with them, reaching out to be like, you've done amazing with, with what we've done and we're doing, you know, we're promoting this and you would be just the perfect person to share that with a couple people. And don't make it scary for them if they've never done it before. Just so easy. Just share your testimonial with them and invite them to this um, and, and they'll convert really well. Um, so students um, and uh, clients We've also found affiliates through communities that we've been a part of or masterminds that we have been in. So thinking about the relationships that we have created with other people in our journey, they might be uh, really good potential affiliates. Um, and and we can talk about things that we look for in affiliates, like how do we know? Um, but so so that through groups that we've been in or through our network. So I have kind of a funny story of how we got connected to someone who ended up bringing in a lot um, You'll figure it out when I'm, when I'm talking. But we were a part of a virtual summit for a woman. I was a speaker in the virtual summit. And then we were doing our promotion and I invited her to be an affiliate for us. Well, this guy, Steve, was running her email. Um, and so he was he also ran her summit. And so when he saw what we were doing, he said, hmm, I have a network of people that I think could promote your offer as well can we work out some kind of thing where I bring you affiliates? And this is where we started testing out the EPLs, the earnings per lead affiliates. He goes, I have a lot of people who like doing this earnings per lead. I could connect you. So he basically got a kickback on bringing uh, these people. He brought in 12 EPL affiliates to us um, and we paid him you know, a certain percentage of how they converted as well. Um, and he brought us those EPL affiliates. So again, just very random, you know, just through putting ourselves out there for serving in someone else's community, for inviting her to come in and be an affiliate. You know, we got connected to him and he ended up, um, you know, bringing in 1200 leads to, to our list through those EPLs um, and thousands of dollars in, in affiliate commission. So, you know, again, get creative. Think about um, the communities that you're in. Uh, and then we can get into things that you want to look for. Uh, like I mentioned before, audience size is not something that matters all the time. You could have someone who has a list of 100,000. And if their their audience is not very aligned with what you're doing, you're not going to get any conversions. So more importantly, outside of, you know, so not looking at audience size, but is their audience the right ideal customer for you? Um, and so there's definitely, we have affiliates who... Um, you know, have promoted and brought in 500 leads and converted at a lower percent than someone who brought in 80 leads. But she was like, has the perfect audience for us. So all we did was I hopped on her podcast. We did a little, um, you know, talk about the masterclass we were hosting. She posted it on social media once or twice and she got 80 leads and she signed up five people. So like great conversion. Right. And she didn't have to do a whole lot. Her audience is really primed and perfect for it. They want funnels. They want a website, but she's teaching them social media. And so it really is aligned, right? We're that missing piece to her audience. So it was perfect. Um, So knowing who your ideal customer is and aligning yourself with someone um, who has that same audience. Um, You know, not makes or breaks for your affiliates, but do they have any marketing experience? Just know that if they don't have marketing experience, you're going to probably have to do more education on your end, really getting them set up with the, the content that you're creating for them and kind of walking them through, um, you know, do they have a team or not? If they have a team, you know, making sure you're connecting with the right person and talking to the right person to get them the information. Um, and then one of the other big things that we look for so, do they have the right ideal customer avatar? And then, are they someone that we could have a really long term relationship with? Um, so we really like to partner with people. Not all of our affiliates are this, but we've definitely found some people that have promoted every single time that we have launched and they get signups, 14 signups, seven signups, you know, and we've built this relationship. They they know us really well. They weren't students of ours or clients of ours, but because they've promoted every launch every year, um, they've really gotten to know us and their audience is great. And so they just bring people in. And then on the flip side, we've been able to have this um, relationship where we're able to promote their content as well. So sometimes you can find some of those really great relationships that are more complementary um, than competitive. So like a mindset coach. I love mindset. We teach some mindset. But someone who you know has an audience who's working on mindset, then they're all in the entrepreneurial online space. You know, we're the missing piece to that and mindset's the missing piece almost to what we're doing. So it works out really well to promote each other. So those are just some things to be thinking about when you're trying to think of like, who do I know in my community um, that would be a good affiliate for, for this offer?
1: Yeah, I think people need to really have their eyes open when they do podcast guesting, when they are parts of summits and everything else, just to build, you're not always connecting with people to make a sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great when that happens and you you directly connect with someone that you can work with but not having those blinders on and missing all those ad- additional opportunities that are just sitting there for you to be able to work together in some way and complement each other and to both go through the process.
0: Yeah, I think that's really, really important. And the energy can be felt from that other person. And some of our best affiliates are people that we've had relationships with for a long time and just showed up for each other, not to necessarily promote, but Um, You know, we've just been there for each other through through thick and thin. And then when it comes time, it's like, like, yes, of course, I would love to help you and support you in that capacity. So, yeah, I think just, you know, in business in general, just coming at the relationships and building the network from a really genuine place. Um, because you're never going to know where it's going to lead. And if you come into a room, into a space, into a group, and you're just hunting and you're like, who could I find to be like the best affiliate? And who can I find to to help me get my business out there? People can feel that. It can feel that energy. So really just come from a genuine place. And I, found, I have found every time I approach a situation like that, like the Facebook group, building the Facebook group that went to 45,000 we didn't even have a business to sell, so there was no way I could come at it. It was like everyone that came in that community already was buying the products I was selling. And so it was just this genuine, like I want to create this resource that I would love to use. Yes, we'll open it to everyone. And so I think that energy was just, that's what helped create the group. And then I was able to leverage it, you know, six months down the road. And I was like, oh, Eureka, I have a business. I <laughs> um, and it just happened time and time again. Even joining a personal women's circle that I, that I go to every month and it's entrepreneurial women, genuinely join the group just to have other women to connect with on a personal level every month, not even thinking like, oh, maybe I'll find a client here. I didn't even know that it was actually all entrepreneurial women. Um, and then just came in and have built those relationships and got a private client out of it. I have another um, two other girls that are like, I need your help. You know, so it's like, but I came in with that energy of just wanting to help, wanting to serve, wanting to build relationships. And it's blossomed into some really cool things. That's wonderful. So what
1: what's your next plan for scaling? Where are you going to take you from here?
0: Yeah, gosh, Um, I think, you know, continuing on with the affiliates, I'm not against ads though. So that is something, you know, we've done a lot with Facebook ads and Instagram ads. I want to explore some other things because I don't think you have to be like everything in one basket, right? We should be doing multiple things. So I've leveraged affiliates. I will continue to leverage affiliates. Um, but I'm going to, now that I've got this kind of locked in, we've, we've tested it. We know what works. We've got affiliate partnerships that we continuously use and we'll be, you know, bringing in more affiliates to the space. You know, we've got that dialed in. Right. So now there's opportunity to do more with the other things, maybe bring ads back into the picture um, and kind of see how things are going. So, you know, it, it, I I am a kind of person that kind of gets my hands in a lot of uh, a lot of burning pots at once. Right. Um, and it can get me into trouble sometimes. So with my I'm a Manny Jen. I don't know if, uh, you know, that that sounds familiar to y'all. But Um, I like to do a lot of things at once. And so I have to scale it back and say, okay, let's just focus on one, let's get really good at one thing, and then let's branch off. So we're gonna continue to do the affiliate thing. Um, For scaling, we're opening up an evergreen option. So this is something that we've found that's been um, really uh, kind of a blocker in affiliates is that when we do live launches two times a year, the early part of the year, like early spring and the fall, everyone else that has the same ideal customers we have are doing launches at the same time, right? So it's like, we're all like, oh, I'm promoting my stuff. Like, can't promote your stuff. Or like, oh, you know. And so it's been challenging. Some of the people we've used in the past, it's like, oh my gosh, it worked out so well when we did it at different times. And now we're doing it at the same time. And so really having, and I'm seeing more and more people really wanting to be affiliates for Evergreen offers because they want to promote their things on their perfect timeline. And then they want to fill in the spaces in their calendar throughout the year with these other offers. So I think that's something that could be really impactful for your business as you're thinking about an affiliate program. Not ready for Evergreen? Great. Test it out with your live launching. But I do, that is something that people are looking for evergreen opportunities to do affiliate marketing with. So that's something that we are definitely doing to scale because there are so many people who are like, I would love to promote and I'm promoting at the same time. So that's something new. Um, And we're actually using the book funnel. So the book that I just released um, literally the day that we're recording this, it went live. So I'm so like, I've got a lot of energy today. Um, But the book, is is an affiliate funnel. So they don't make commissions off of the book, but the sales page for the book adds the cookie to the tracking you know, thing for someone to be tracked. And then the book is a lead magnet for our signature program. So if someone then joins the signature program, which is talked about in the book, that's the next step in the book. We're doing a book club that's promoted early. At the end of the book club, by just promoting the book, they can join the program. So this is actually our evergreen way to promote the program. So that's gonna help us, I think, scale a lot this year. That's wonderful. So any tips on
1: affiliate commission breakdown? So if, if you're not giving, I think the the lead Affiliate is probably a higher level thing for people to figure out so if you just focus on commission based so yeah. you're only going to pay them if they they bring in a sale. Mm-hmm. What do you suggest or what's your experience with setting that uh, percentage?
0: Yeah, think about what you would want to make to like get you excited about sharing. Right? Um, so if it's a 5% commission on a $100 offer, that's not going to get me very excited. Um, right, so so thinking about dollar amount. So you could think about dollar amount. And you could think about percentage. Sometimes you're offering a percentage. Sometimes you're offering a dollar amount. Um, you know, if I if it's something that I kind of want to promote anyway, and I would probably promote it anyway, and then I'm gonna make a hundred dollars, I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna dive in even more um, for a larger offer. If it's like, oh gosh, I could make like five hundred dollars on this, like yeah, I'm gonna put in some effort. So. A, you have to know what how much money it's gonna take you to support that offer, right? You don't wanna be losing money by setting up your affiliate percentage. If you can't give away 50% of your offer and you're not gonna make any money from that last 50%, you can't offer that, right? We can't have you not making any money. So first it's kind of figuring out. Um, you know, what is my cost? I mean, your cost per lead, they're bringing in the lead. So maybe you don't really have that cost per lead there. But what does it cost me to support someone? You could have affiliates for your private one-on-one coaching, right? So what, how much do you need to be making after you pay your affiliates to really uh, make this work? If it's a digital offer, it might be less. Some people think, and I know I used to think this, like, oh, but like, I, I it doesn't cost me anything. Like, it's a digital offer. We have a thousand people buy in, like, that's, a, you know, it's all, oh, it's all profit, but it's not. We have, you know, we have to support them. We have someone we pay to run our uh, support email inbox. There's other costs, you hosting that digital. So figuring out, we won't go into that, but figuring out what is it going to cost me per person, right? Do you have other coaches that help and you have to pay them? So you have to factor that in and then think, what do I have left over? How much profit do I need to make on this? Um, whether it's to be able to pay yourself or like above and beyond that for the business. What do I have left and what what feels good? Um, you know, I will say, you know, 30 percent gets me really excited. Fifty percent gets me really excited. Um, so if it's 10 percent and it's not something I'm like already going to promote anyway, and I'm just like, oh, bonus. Um, it's not going to I'm not going to put in the extra effort to make, you know, ten dollars, you know, Right, unless it's high, high ticket, and right, unless it, right, unless it's high ticket, right? So it could be thousands of dollars, and and it's it's a five hundred dollar commission, like that. That's good, um, that feels good to me. So so yeah, it's about you know we used to do fifty percent, now we do thirty percent. Who knows if it will change? But at thirty percent, they're still making six hundred dollars a person. Like that's a lot, right? So again, sometimes you don't just think about percentage. And maybe don't present it in a percentage, like you're gonna make 30 percent. They're like, great, that means nothing. <laughs> like saying you could earn $600 dollars per person that you invite in and they purchase, that's gonna, that's gonna get someone excited. Yeah, right. hundred dollars might get someone excited. Um, so just be thinking about that. What do you have to offer? what you know what can you give away? and you know, can it be enough to get someone excited? About it. Well, and to circle
1: back a little bit to what you were saying about your your next stages and growth and and sticking with affiliates, but then also getting back into ads and testing some new things. I think that's the beauty of having a a solid foundation. Like you've got a solid foundation right now with your affiliates with what you're doing. Now you can afford to test. Mm-hmm. You can afford to play. You can yeah. say, okay, you know, the electricity's on. I got I got my team paid. I got stuff like this is handled. Now I could take this little bit over here and I could just test some wild things that I've mm-hmm. heard that work and, and I just want to see like, can I get this to convert and can I drive this kind of traffic or do this type of ad? And like then you have that freedom without
0: the pressure of <laughs> this has to
1: pay off. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Like am I gonna make money off of this? That is kind of the beauty. Like if you do figure out your numbers, what you can offer to give to the affiliates, like you know, if I pay, I am going to be profitable. Because I'm only paying if I'm if I'm bringing in customers,
1: right? So, what would be the number one piece of, of advice that you would give someone who wants to create a business, something like yours?
0: Um, no, my one piece of advice, um, kind of a two a twofold. Um, I live by these two mottos: done is better than perfect. Um, inside my life and my business, uh, we can get caught up in perfectionism so often. I don't even consider myself a perfectionist, but there have been times where I'm like just like dragging my feet, like, but but it's not, it could be better. And it, and I'm just not doing anything. Um, so done is better than perfect. Get it out there. Um, and then with action comes clarity. So a lot of times we're also like kind of held back, like, oh, I don't know, like, oh, I don't know exactly who my target audience is. Well, if you just start putting something out there, posting on social media, you will start to figure it out. Yeah, You will start to realize, oh, that felt good oh, oh, this person's commenting. Oh, I like what they're doing. Oh, that feels good. Oh, I like working with them. So you might have to work with a couple different people to really see like, oh, I really like working with this type of person and this type of person not so much. So I'm going to go this angle and I have more clarity. Why? Because I took action. I did something. It wasn't perfect. I learned along the way, but we're farther now moving forward because we did that. So just remember those two things. Done is better than perfect. And with action comes clarity. So just keep taking steps forward.
1: Those are wonderful pieces of advice. I hope everyone wrote that down. It is so true. You will get so much clarity when you actually start having conversations, when you start actually testing your messaging and testing what's going on. You can only do so much kind of sitting behind your desk and not not putting it out there, right? You have to put stuff out there to get that feedback, to get moving in any sort of direction. And as someone who can fall into the perfectionist trap 100%, that is a very smart thing to figure out and learn from the beginning of your business because it will hold you back at many stages if you have to, if you fall into the trap of perfectionism. So thank you so much for that. Now, if people are like, think you're pretty cool and I want to check you out, where do they find you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to Instagram, the Chrissy Chin, and then there's a little underscore. Um, after that so i'm on instagram there facebook you can find me chrissy chin is my personal which i post a lot there the chrissy chin i'm mostly on instagram though um and then our website our new website is kandccreative.com and that's where you'll see claire and i my business partner and sister um where we support everyone there so you can you can come find us over there that's awesome and you've got a freebie for our folks is that Oh gosh. Um I have a couple different freebies. Um yeah, but we have we have a workshop. Um it's called Nail Your Digital Offer. Um and so yeah, I can definitely give you the link and normally we charge like a little bit for it, but I would love to give it to your audience for free. And it really just kind of walks you through these steps of, you know, what is my offer going to be? What format should it be in? Um, and just takes you through those steps to help you get clarity on that.
1: Well, perfect. We'll have all of that in the show notes for this. Thank you so much for being honest and so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Digital Trailblazer podcast. For show notes and information about today's guest, head to digitaltrailblazer.com. Now, if you love this episode, if you got some value, make sure you leave us a review and subscribe. And be sure to share this episode with anyone you know who could use help to build their business. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.